Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit Amfem.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Now, uh, the name Jason Sherlock uh, you will be familiar with, uh, certainly in the 90s when he uh, helped uh, Dublin win an All-Ireland title in 1995. He starred in Gaelic football, hurling, soccer and basketball and is currently uh, a coach with the current uh, Dublin uh, football setup. Uh, who are going for four in a row in 2018. His book is out. It's called uh, J.O., My Autobiography, and he joins me now live uh, on the score on Cork's 96FM. Uh, Jason, um, I remember watching you actually uh, swashbuckling around Turner's Cross in your day with UCD and Shamrock Rovers. Happy days in the League of Ireland for you as well. Yeah, yeah. I always got a nice welcome down in Turner's Cross uh, with the shed and uh, some great players back then. The likes of Declan Daly, I think uh, it was a Paul Hill played. Um, Biscuit was in goal, but yeah. uh, there was always a great atmosphere there. And they, as I said, they always get, used to give me a, a nice welcome. <laughs> Yeah, it's certainly a great time for Cork Soccer now with the winning the double. You you obviously keep a close eye on the League of Ireland, do you? Absolutely, absolutely. And it was great to see Cork um, the, obviously the last few years. Like all League of Ireland clubs, they kind of have struggles to kind of keep going. But uh, it was great to see what Forrest did over the last number of years. And, and to see uh, John Coffey winning the, the league this year was brilliant. And uh, obviously Cork, it, it's, it's synonymous with sport. And it was great to see the, the soccer side of it doing so well this year. Yeah, uh, we'll talk more about Cork uh, shortly, but uh, of course you're enjoying a, a great spell with uh, Dublin and uh, three in a row, of course, and you're, you're uh, uh, on the uh, coaching side of it. And obviously it's, uh, it's uh, an area you, you enjoy very much, is it, Jason? Yeah, it is, it is. And like as you say, I've been involved the last three years. Um, before then, I had very little coaching experience and to be honest, I'm still kind of finding my way and, and, and finding my feet. But uh, the one thing that, that that Dublin have at the moment, they have a lot of kind of ambitious guys that are, are willing to commit and, and try to be the best that they can be. And it, it's really enjoyable kind of working with, with guys like that. And um, it's been great to see their progress over the last three years. And uh, I'd, I'd like to think that there's probably more to come from the team. Yeah, it's a, it's a great achievement in this day and age in the modern game in Gaelic football to win three in a row and going for four next year. True, true, but like again, like obviously there, there there is a bit of criticism about Dublin and what they have and what they don't have. But like you look at the last three years, there's been some really close matches between ourselves and Kerry, ourselves and Mayo. Mm. So it, like it, it's only been a kick of a ball between the teams over the last three three years or so. So um, as much as it's been great, uh, like the lads are realistic enough to know that. There's no guarantees, and, and I suppose that's the beauty of this time of year. Everyone is kind of looking forward and has ambitions to to do well. And like Dublin will be no different. Kind of starting off in January, they'll be all on the the same page and and hoping to do well for the year ahead. Yeah, I've been uh, reading through your book uh, the last uh, few days, uh, Jason. Very interesting, I have to say. Uh, covers uh, your career since uh, since a young lad, and uh, you grew up in Finglas, uh, North Dublin. Uh, the son of an Irish mother and uh, an Asian father. I know that uh, it was tough for you uh, growing up, as you experienced a bit of racism and a bit of bullying and uh, through your, your your childhood, uh, Jason. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, as you mentioned, uh, like I, when I grew up, I grew up in Finglas, which um, had a reputation of, of being a, a rough enough place. And uh, like sometimes people were inquisitive, like on a positive side, but there was also times where they were they were kind of been been a bit nasty. And I think everyone, kind of all boys and girls growing up, kind of have those challenges at some stages. So that was my challenge. And uh, the way I kind of dealt with it was to get involved in sport. So. Uh, mm. I always felt if I played sport, people just wanted to see me as a, a sports person. So um, I was lucky enough to play a number of sports, and I, like I especially, I I had time down in, in North Cork in a place called Ballyhay, which it probably gave me a really uh, a, a big kind of understanding and appreciation for what GA does for communities around the country. And uh, it was it was a special time for me to to go down there during my summer holidays down visiting my uncle Eddie. And uh, I got to play hurling with Ballyhay, and, and they played a bit of football the odd time. So uh, it was definitely a, a special time that I was able to look back on and kind of really appreciate the, the the few years that I had in Ballyhay. Mm. Uh, they say in the book your, your life changed rather quickly when you broke into that Dublin team. You, you became quickly the darling of the hill, uh, Jason, and uh, that great team you played with in, in 1995 when you won the All-Ireland. And uh, you, you were kind of set to to dominate, but that didn't happen. No, no. Well, the, like that team, um, the, the Dublin team of the early 90s, they've been so close before I was involved. Um, I suppose everyone remembers the four games against Mead in 91. They were then, they, they, they got to a final in 92, a semi-final in 93, and a final in 94, and didn't get over the line. So I suppose 95, um, when I was involved, they, they just got over the line that day, that year. We, we beat Mead very well in the Leicester final. We played Cork in a semi-final and, and just just did enough to get get by them. And then we really literally scrambled over the line against Tyrone in the final. And I think, I suppose, from an ambition point of view, it, it probably was the end of that cycle for that team because they had been so close. So, unfortunately, um, I suppose it's great at the moment. Dublin are doing so well. But, unfortunately, I, was, I, I played in a period where Dublin weren't as dominant and it took us another seven years before we won a, a Leinster title. And... And so that's the beauty of sport. It's the beauty of GEA that there's no guarantees. And mm. um, although it was great to win in '95, uh, there was a few years after that where were a bit of a struggle. Yeah, we mentioned at the outset you played basketball at the highest level, really, in this country. You played at a very high level and uh, hurling as well, which I'll talk about shortly. But in, in soccer, um, I was reading um, that you know obviously you were capped uh, as well for the Republic of Ireland under 21s and. We mentioned played for UCD and Shamrock Rovers in the League of Ireland, and when when soccer really was at a high in this country, uh, Jason, I know that Jack Charlton's assistant, uh, Morris Setters, said that you could have had a, a great career in soccer had you chosen that path. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, at that stage, I was, I was quite young, quite innocent, and I was just going from from team to team, sport to sport, and. Uh, and in the kind of ninety four, ninety five, as you said, I was playing with, with UCD. We we won the first division, and I remember we actually played Cork City then in the uh, the FAI Cup. We played them in Belfield, and we uh, we were winning one nil up until injury time, where Billy Woods uh, got an equaliser, and we ended up going down to Turner's Cross for the replay. Uh, it was a draw, and then we we had to come back down for the second replay on a, on a Wednesday in the middle of kind of mm. December or January. I remember that? And, uh, it was like it was it was great to be playing at this at that time. I think Cork were the, the league champions, and uh, yeah, it was just great to be at that state at that level. Uh, 
with UCD. Um, I ended up playing on the, the Irish on the 21s and uh, I was involved in a, in a senior squad as well. So, yeah, at that stage, there were there were potential opportunities in terms of soccer. But I suppose I always had the draw for the, the GA and, and particularly the dubs. And mm. I suppose the, the summer of 95 took a life of its own. And, and, and then after that, the kind of the path took its own its own course. Yeah, no regrets there, son, huh? No, no, no. Like like all sports people, there's there's disappointments, and like I won an All Ireland in '95. I played for the next 14 years and didn't didn't even get to a final. So, like particularly after my career, I felt that I I it was disappointing and I had failed. But I look back at it now as a coach, and I can see so many positives from those years. And like no matter what I do as a coach now, like whatever I do, it'll always be grounded in in those years as as a player. I think all coaches. They're all. Um, it, it's a, it's about what you've experienced, and unfortunately, I didn't have all the success that I would have liked to. But that will keep me grounded as a coach moving forward. Yeah. Would you like to uh, take over one day, maybe, as the as the ma- main coach for Dublin or, or or another county, maybe? Would that be in your thought process to be uh, the, the the head man? Um, it wouldn't be in my thought process. I think uh, I hope that Jim Jim will be there for a while anyway. But like no different than being involved as a coach, it was never something I had ambitions to be. It just kind of happened. So again, we'll see how it goes. The one thing I like about coaching is that I can see that I can add value. I hope that I'm kind of adding value to the players. So uh, I love sports, and I'll just see where it takes me. Uh, sport in this country, like everyone has an affinity with it, and mm. it's such a great thing. So. We'll see how it goes. Um, you never know what will happen in the future. Yeah, you were talking as well earlier, about, I mentioned earlier about hurling. I never knew you won nine hurling championships this year with Valley Hay. Uh, well, there was a few football ones thrown in. Yeah. Uh, we won a county medal. Uh, we were beaten in a county final under 16 by the Glen. Uh, a little Shawnee McGrath destroyed <laughs> us that day. So, uh, yeah, so again, like I remember those days and I was very fortunate to be involved in the parish of Ballyhay. A very small parish, but very proud and had a great tradition at GA. And as I, as I mentioned, that it really gave me an appreciation to see a parish like that, how much GA meant to the parish. And certainly when I put on the black and white jersey, I used to give everything I could for it. So I, I'm, I'm lucky enough, I made a lot of friends in the, in that time. And I'm actually going down to Ballyhay tomorrow uh, to, the, to the GA club. I'm looking forward to, to meeting some some friends from, from a long time ago. They, they obviously have their own children now, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to the hurling field in Ballyhay tomorrow. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a very colourful book. Your book, um, as as we mentioned earlier, you played in a number of different sports. And when you're at your height, I mean, you did TV work and you were opening shops as well with the likes of Sylvester Stallone and uh, Richard Branson and all that. It's an exciting time for you that as well, wasn't it? Yeah, well, I, like again, I, I just in in terms of the book, I just wanted to share kind of what it was like in '95 because it was a unique kind of sporting sporting period mm. uh, for me. It's it's not something that many sports people have the opportunity or the privilege to go through. I suppose the the, the comparison that I would have had over the recent years would be similar to the likes of Shane O'Donnell, where when he beat Cork in in that All Ireland final replay, he kind of burst onto the scene from nowhere and kind of everyone wanted to know him and was curious about him and I suppose that's what the, the year of 95 and the summer of 95 was for me so like in the book it was great to look back and kind of share some of the how surreal it was because as you mentioned there was there was great things on the pitch but there was also kind of some crazy things off the pitch and as you mentioned meeting the likes of Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes uh, it doesn't happen many 19 year old <laughs> GA players in their first year 
Yeah, certainly, yeah. Uh, just finally, uh, Jason, um, you know, who's going to throw down the challenge to Dublin next year? Do you see Cork maybe as an outsider who throw down some type of challenge next year? Well, like Cork is such a traditional and proud county. Um, it, it's obviously, they've been in, in the doldrums for the last years, but last few years, but like uh, the one thing that is never lost on, on Cork is the pride that they have. And I've no doubt that they will be competitive over the next couple of years again. Um, obviously, I think the the park, Parky Cueve was mm. a big kind of stepping stone over the last few years. And there was a lot of talk about that, but finally it's there whether it's right or wrong it's there now and uh, I suppose they can focus on, on what happens on the pitch and obviously the hurlers had a bit of success last year and I've no doubt that the footballers, footballers will be competitive again next year OK well uh, pleasure having you on the score here on Corks 96 FM this afternoon uh, Jason and uh, we'll see you during the year no doubt in 2018 have a great Christmas have a good year and we wish you all the very best with your uh, autobiography J.O. it's out now in all good bookshops uh, pleasure talking to you today Jason thank you you too thanks Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.